Welcome to the SpireCast, a bi-weekly podcast from all of us here at Spire Workforce Solutions. We record this podcast bi-weekly from our main office here in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're excited to share stories about the recruiting world, thoughts on leadership, your career, and much more. So for this week, we're bringing you part two of Mike and Gurov's conversation, and the guys get into some really interesting topics in the recruiting world. So here they are. What are you up to now? Like now, like you said, you can do a number of things. What, what, what's kind of piquing your interest now outside of doing podcasts with Spire? <laughs> oh, sure. And you know, I, just to kind of take a step back, you mentioned something really interesting. Uh, I, I think, I think uh, if you're if you're like in HR or you know, if you oversee recruiting at a big company, the biggest takeaway or one one piece of advice I would offer if you're looking to help your company hire is, is you should hire an in, like a, a recruiter that comes from the agency world because of what you said. And, and, and this is also why companies should also work with agencies, right? And, and they, there's always this stigmatism and that, that staffing agencies are there to rip you off and things like that. But if you really partner with the right staffing agency that cares about finding you the right talent, then it'll, it, that, that it goes such a long way, right? Because of the retention piece, because of the engagement piece, because an, an agency recruiters, the good ones, they just know how to fill positions, right? And they know how to find really good talent. And, and, and if you grew up only on the, in the in-house side of things, you wouldn't know, you don't, you're not taught so much of what an agency recruiter is taught. Um, so I thought you brought, when you brought that up, that, that's a fascinating point. Yeah, and just a quick little, I mean, tangent on that. I mean, our, our most successful partnerships are actually our lowest build in terms of a percentage of fee mm-hmm. uh, because they, they give us in bulk and mass and they give us uh, the information that we need to be um, successful. I think the biggest, um, you know, I think the, if I was a, a CHRO at a company or I was in charge of talent, I would develop a relationship with one agency and uh, I know there's some risk associated with that, I'm aware, but that's what I would do and give them a partnership model as opposed to, hey, I'm going to bid this out to three or four different contingent recruiters and whoever sends me the quickest candidate you know, uh, that I like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay. That's just not an aligned outcome or you know, model with the proper incentives. And I think you know, our clients would, they're on our website providing testimonials about how we work with them. And it's typically it's a, it's a one threaded you know, relationship with, with us and them and they go to us for everything and then we lower our fees because of it. And uh, that enables them to you know, contain costs and then work with someone that genuinely understands their business with an agency mindset of, hey, we got to produce here. Um, so anyways. Yeah, but- that's cool. That's good that you guys have that. And I think it's, it is important to have those relationships. I mean, and at the end of the day, it is all a relationship business, right? It's not some recruiting should not be a transactional business and and it is unfortunately treated as such but the the best agencies like yours and and what you're kind of talking about is it's a very consultative approach yeah yeah and 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 i mean that that's we say when we have all these axioms or you know these sayings in our office where it's when the relationship not the deal sometimes you got to take you know take it on the chin or you know, it's mm-hmm. the right thing to do long term and, um, you know, with refunding fees or extending guarantees for um, certain things. But at the end of the day, when you 
really know someone and trust that their business and what they're trying to do, uh, you, you just become more successful for them. And, and kind of one hand washes the other here because it's all about just making sure the relationship is first and foremost, long-term thinking and, um, you know, outcomes and incentives are aligned. If that's the case, you got yourself a good, you know, good agency and your business will thrive because in this, in this market, as you know, I mean, you've seen it in 2007, you got into the business, you saw it at the low end where there was tons of jobs open and now there are tons of, uh, candidates available and very little jobs open. Now there's the complete opposite where it's just such a talent driven market. You really need someone that knows what they're doing. Um, that's been in it and, and cut their teeth in this business and now has, has had success. And, um, yeah, I think that, that goes a long way for, for yeah, definitely. But yeah, so, but yeah, so now that we've, we kind of touched on, you know, your journey, which again, I appreciate you doing that. That's really tremendous insight on a number of, uh, number of wavelengths there, but what, what is, what is now that you've seen these different, you know, successful exits, big corporate companies, like you mentioned, entrepreneurs, uh, startups that are, you know, scaling quickly, doing some pretty cool things. Uh, what, you know, now that you kind of have carte blanche about with your career, like what, what would you suggest for folks that have gone down your path? Or what are you doing? I guess is a better question. Um, now I, so I started another agency again. But this time, you, you know, you alluded to it before. You're like some people build an agency to have a lifestyle business. Others do it to scale it and sell it. And, you know, we worked a lot. I, I worked a lot of hours when we were building that agency. And then even at Overstock, I was working a lot of hours. Um, and I'm working a lot of hours now. But I think this time around, I'm building it to have a more of a lifestyle business. This is not me building something to sell it anymore. It's just me building something that I can enjoy. So I started a, um, you know, in 2016, when we did sell Truebridge, um, I started a career coaching company called Career Sprout. And one of the courses in that company is called Six Figure Academy. And so what I do is I really help, uh, so our clients are, are typically people who work three to five years and they're really looking to leverage everything they've ever learned and did to now land a really higher position, right? And it's not just a higher position, but they really want to find something meaningful because just like me, there's so many people that can go from job to job and without really thinking what about what they want to accomplish holistically in their career. So in our program, we, we first and foremost help them figure out uh, how do we think through your career where do you really ultimately want to be? And then what's the roadmap that we, that we can put together to help you get there, right? Because if you don't know where you're going, then essentially any road will get you there. And that's just like most professionals. They, they just got a job out of college or whatever, out of a boot camp, and now they are just doing what they're doing. And they, you're never kind of taught to stop and think about, do you enjoy the career you're in? Do you want to do something different? And if you do, how do we actually transition and, and do that different thing, right? And then on top of that, making six figures is, is, is more of like a mental thing than it is like some tangible thing. But so many people want to make six figures. And so we don't want to help someone just make six figures. We want to help them make really high six figures. So I started that career coaching company. We've been doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one career coaching for the last four years. And now just this year, we're going to launch it into a online like module. Um, or an online kind of a, what's it called, training program. And then the, that will be, there'll be tons and tons of like content online, modules, resources. And, and then there's a, there's like an aspect of it that's a Q&A in, in a community. 
and that's done. You, you watch these modules online and then you go on and you get to work with me or any of my other coaches and we, we kind of help you go through each step of the process to find this right job and build the career that you, that you would find mo like fulfilling, right? And so I started that company. I'm really focused on building that this year and scaling that. But I also started a, an agency because I just love it. Um, and, and, and so now I'm working with some really great recruiters and, um, you know, same grind that you guys are in, same exact grind. So now we're going out and getting clients and fulfilling their business and, and, and doing that. And so ideally, you know, I would just grow both of those businesses. That's what I'm focused on for the next couple of years. That's awesome. So you took what you learned and you basically realized there's a, an, a underserved piece of the market where, um, you know, people aren't really getting a lot of attention on themselves in their career with recruiters. It's more about their, they're the candidate. They're the, you know, one of the guys that I follow says, don't treat your candidate, your candidates as livestock. So yeah. it's, it's sound. And then obviously we all strive to do that as a, as a professional agency, but when you start treating them as the client, which is what you're doing and, you know, representing them in the market, um, and going to bat for them. I think that's like we talked about, you know, it's a very um, tight talent market right now. It's a great way to, to help folks and create value for them and yourself and their, and your clients. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I noticed some on your LinkedIn, you, you work with some really, I mean, big names, you know, you have SpaceX, which is in the news, Amazon, Facebook, Coke, Disney. I mean, you're working with the premier employers, but then you can also talk to them from an entrepreneurial standpoint and say, Hey, you can get a six figure job here with uh, Coca-Cola or SpaceX. But what you're telling me is it sounds like you, you probably want to do something smaller and build it. Um, and so you have that kind of just insight that I think can be very valuable to anybody that's at a crossroads in their career. Like you said, three to five years, uh, millennials that are thinking about next steps and just being able to talk with someone like you, I think uh, you just have so much to offer them. So that, that's really cool that that's where you landed on now. And then obviously building an agency, that's still your bread and butter. <laughs> so um, right. it's a, uh, it's funny about millennials, right? Like you, you, you hear so much nowadays about um, college tuition, right. And you having to pay back student loans. And, and so I think like when you graduate college and I don't even think college will exist 20 years from now, but I, I think that's a completely separate podcast episode. But <laughs> I think, uh, I think, you know, you, when you graduate, you're so kind of, you're focused on the wrong thing. You're kind of focused on now I have to pay back these college loans. And, and it's such a, it's, it's such a, it's such a disservice to your career because you're almost forced to take like the first or second job you get offered out of college. And, you know, some people are really lucky and they get, they get to start their careers off exactly doing what they wanted to. But most college students or most people entering the workforce they're forced to take a job they don't even want to do. And, you know, you, and, and through talking to my clients, just people like in, in being in our business, you, you just kind of know that most people started off doing this thing 10 years ago and they never stopped and thought about, do they really enjoy it? Do they really find it fulfilling? Is this what they want to do? They, you know, you, you go through life and then eventually, you know, you might have, you might like get married or you might get, have kids. And then you're almost, you almost feel like, you know, you're stuck. And, 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 and that's not, it's, it's more of a mental block than anything, but 
so you kind of just stay within the job you're staying because it's kind of like that you you don't want to lose your stability and so um you know it, it i don't know it becomes just a really negative experience so if you can catch somebody earlier on in their career and say listen is this really the path you want to go and if, if it's not then let's help you figure out you know how to build like an, an actual vision of your career and then show you literally what what you're capable of accomplishing and all you have to do is x y and z things and then let's help you get started on the right foot and find the right next job and it could be if you want to work at an enterprise company great but if you want to work at startups if you want to work in a mid-market company that's great too um, but let's just show you ex exactly what you're capable of accomplishing first and what you're what like a career trajectory would look like in anything you start off with. And then you can make the decision yourself, right? So that's why we like working with that kind of age group because they're not, they're, they're still relatively earlier in their career where they can make some sort of a transition and apply a lot of transferable skills. And they haven't worked long enough to where they're almost unmarketable. Yeah. Well, and, and, and even, you know, going back to it just a little bit, but when you're giving them that insight, you know, enterprise or startup or whatever they want to accomplish, do you, do you go into the trade-offs? Because you, I mean, you, I think you had touched on or wrote a blog recently, if I'm not mistaken, that you know you can get overwhelmed even even with the amount of success someone like you has had. I think it's fair to tell folks like it's okay to be overwhelmed, and then how you come out the other side of it. Do you mind kind of touching on how you talk to folks? Um, about your experience like with that type of um, event or that type of period of time or stage of your career where it felt overwhelming? Yeah, I think it's just more of a, somebody who, who's been through it is it, it and, and talking to them is really helpful. So, and, and I, and I think what's really cool about people who are in recruiting is they can talk about a lot of industries and, and they know what a lot of different career paths look like. And, and we know what it's like to help some, you know, we know what a successful interview looks like. We know what a successful resume looks like. We know how to coach people to, to crush an interview, right? We know how to negotiate salaries. And those are all the things that people, you know, like to us, it's like second nature now. I know how to negotiate salaries like the back of my hand. Mm -hmm. Always make sure it's something really high. And, um, I think, I think most people don't know that. So one, they're working for so many years or like, you know, whatever it is, how many ever years it is, they're, they're working. They're not really, they're not really happy. And, and, you know, there's a crazy statistic that, that came out a while ago and I use this statistic a lot, but you, this was done in a Gallup survey, but they say that 70% of the workforce is in the U S is disengaged. And, and then 20 5% of that 70% is so far disengaged that they actually undermine the work of their colleagues. Right. And, and so like, think about that 70%. I was that 70%. You wake up every single day and you have to go to a job you hate. You have to do something, you know, that you don't find fulfilling. And then you do get, you know, sadly on because of the world we live in with social media, you see all these other people flaunting lifestyles that, you know, seem attractive. And I know it's not real, but, most people don't think like that. And so, you know, you kind of, the, you, you, one, you're disengaged, two, you're not fulfilled, then three, you, you see other people doing all these crazy things. So it can, it can mess with your mind um, if you let it. And so when we 
when we talk to them, we just tell them that like one, your past and what you've done has nothing to do with your future. It has nothing to do with it, right? You can literally build the future you want and your past is your past. And, and then all you really need is like a plan, right? And, and like set a plan, set a vision. And sometimes it, it, it pays to pay a coach, right? I mean, so many of these best like entrepreneurs and successful people have had coaches and mentors in their life. And there's a reason for that because there's, you know, I hired a fitness coach because I know if I wanted to, I can go on YouTube and learn a little, you know, learn about how to lift and whatever and what to eat. But it was really cool to just work with somebody who cared, somebody who knew um, the, the exact science behind like, you know, weightlifting and, and just building a really good, healthy lifestyle and then putting together a plan for me. And then all I literally had to do was just follow the plan. Um, and, you know, same with anything. If you, an entrepreneur who hires a business coach, that business coach should be somebody that's been really successful and somebody you want to emulate. That person will give you a plan and you just have to follow it. And, and so, you know, I, I think when we work with our clients, it's the same exact process. It's like, don't, we tell them, don't worry about what, you've done in your career or what you haven't done in your career. Let's focus on what you really want to do. And then let's put a plan around how we help you to get that. And that's it. And then they follow the plan and we teach them every step of the, like we teach them what to do every step of the way. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And I'm sure there's value with coaches in general, but someone that's, that's been through the ringer, obviously it helps too that they can lean on someone like yourself. So right. no, that's good. So, Hey, look, I appreciate uh, the time. I appreciate your, your transparency and your insight and your experience. And um, I think it's going to help a lot of folks, including myself and my team. So thank you so much for spending some time with us uh, today. And then, yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. This was fun. You know, it's almost like, I, like the title I would have picked is how do you really build a purpose-driven career? And I, and I think, I don't know if there's a quote, but I, well, you know, the, the one quote that I used earlier, it actually comes from Alice in Wonderland, which is if you don't know where you want to go, then any road will get you there. Right. And then, and then I, I, that quote really big on me because most people go through their lives and most people go through their careers without an end in mind. And if you don't have an end in mind, you'll just kind of drift. And so if you can get really clear on what it is that you want to do and what you want to accomplish and what you want your life to look like, then you just have to, just like we talked about earlier, you kind of just have to reverse engineer it and figure out what are the things I need to hit in what amount of time to help me get to where I want to be. And, and you should have some aspect of that that's a little bit unrealistic, but m much of it should be very realistic. And no, do an audit, right? Like you should do an audit of your like strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and saying, all right, this is what I know. Based on what I know, this is what I'm gonna go after. And, I, and every step of the way, it's gonna be challenging, but as long as I, you know, my, you know, my day-to-day -day activities align with my end goal, then I'll be happy, no matter how it turns out. Thank you for listening this week. 
You can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and we'd love to know what you think. You can write us at info at spireworkforcesolutions.com, or you can find us on Instagram at at spireworkforcesolutions. Thanks again. You've been listening to The Spirecast. <laughs>